Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Yes, it's Jim Morrison in the doors and light my fire, and we're going to light your fire this afternoon here on Talk Shoe episode 23, Outside the Ropes, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number 141387, ladies and gentlemen, and I am your host, usually, however, the co-host, however, in this case, but today I'm the host of Outside the Ropes. Welcome to episode 23, the Michael Jordan edition, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot to talk about here on Outside the Ropes this afternoon, so let's get into it. And of course, let me introduce you to uh, myself, however, if you will. I am the Iceman, ladies and gentlemen, the host of Raw Radio, one of the also three members of the Madness Kingdom, however. Uh, on Wednesday night, you can listen to our wrestling debate caller ID one three nine nine two five pound, as well as wrestling revisit is uh, the Marty McFly to Doc Brown Gerard T Smith's uh, uh, Back to the Future uh, status, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Jared D. Jerome from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, let's just say we got an action-packed show for you this afternoon in more ways than once. So let's get into it right now and tell you the top news stories of the day. And, of course, we hope that you will be following along with us here this afternoon on TalkShoe. Of course, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, obviously, is the box office report. Of course, earlier this weekend, The Accountant, starring Ben Affleck, came out to very good reviews. Howard debuting at the number one spot, grossing in $25 million. Yes, folks, $25 million was the top movie of the weekend, if you will, ladies and gentlemen was the top movie of the weekend, however, in referring to uh, The Accountant, of course, as it was the top movie of the weekend by far. As a result, however, it was number one with a big-time showing. Up next, The Girl on the Train, of course, finished second, however, making $12.2 million in its second week, however, after debuting at number one the week before, however, $12.2 million. Kevin Hart, What Now?, the funny, goofy comedy starring Kevin Hart, who, of course, is uh, known for his roles in Central Intelligence, which earlier this year came out with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as well as Ride Along 1 and 2, in which there's already been talk they might be making a third one of those, possibly, with his co-star Ice Cube, debuted this week at number three in the box office report this week, however, with $11.5 million. Meanwhile, last week's number two movie, Mrs. Pentagram's Home for Peculiar Children, dropped the fourth, however, making $9 million. And in fifth place, ladies and gentlemen, Deepwater Horizon also took a tumble, however, finishing in fifth place with $6.5 million. So there you have it, folks, the box office report, however, for this weekend. Very interesting movies, to say the least, however. Now, coming out this weekend, we got some really good movies coming up this weekend including Jack Reacher 2 with uh, uh, Tom Cruise, of course. As you know, it will be very interesting to see how he will do this week, of course. It should be very interesting. Also, keeping up with the Joneses, sorry, Isla Fisher and Zach Galifianakis. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his name right, however, but uh, 
That'll be out on Friday. Also, however, Ouija, Origin of Evil, a very scary horror movie for you trick-or-treater and Halloween fans, however, out there, will also be out this week. And finally, Tyler Perry comes in with a new version of Medea, simply called Medea Boo, a Medea Halloween. Now, that being said, however, I expect a pretty good showing this weekend by uh, Jack Reacher to topple uh, The Accountant. Maybe it's the top movie of the weekend by far. I would rather see that than Keeping Up with the Joneses personally. In fact, in a recent poll, people said that 80% of the public would rather go watch that than Keeping Up with the Joneses, which, of course, stars John Hamm from Mad Men. Isla Fisher, who, of course, started movies such as Wedding Crashers. And, of course, the guy from The Hangover, known as Alan, if you will, Zach Yolanofakis, who earlier this year, however, came out with an interesting movie called, uh, if I can find it here, I'm just trying to find it here. I know he came out with it recently at the end of this past last month, however, which got very poor reviews, however, entitled Mastermind. Masterminds, of course, as you know, started Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis. And now joining us as we hear his team being played in the background, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in the man who is the host of the show usually is. Now I'm going to turn it back over to him. And that is none other than Mr. WCW himself, Chad. Chad, are you with us today? Yes, sir. Uh, um, you can continue to control the chat box here, J.D. I'll just take it here like this. But I, I thank you very much, sir. I'm doing doing well. Made it in just in the nick of time here. Folks, uh, my apologies for the delay here. I do thank the Ice Manager, D. Geronimo, of course, for getting things started here this evening. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and, uh, of course, like I said, uh, this is, like I said, let me see, I'm trying to remember exactly what episode we are 23. at. 23. 23, yes. Thank you very much, dear. Uh, of course, we're at episode number 23 of Outside the Ropes, 1724-444-7444, call ID 141-387-POUND. And like, like I said, I finally made it in here. Uh, when you have all those errors to run, man, you gotta get those out of the way first, for for you can have, uh, or you can do what you what you need, what uh, any other things you need to do, I guess. So, uh, JD, anything? Uh, of course, you reported on thus far, sir. So we'll go well, ahead. we we just did the box office report. We are now going into some uh, other uh, some sports news, of course, going on earlier today. The Cleveland Indians are up three nothing. It looks like they are now going to be punching their ticket to the World Series as they are up 3 nothing late in the ninth inning in Toronto, we understand. Now, later tonight, the L.A. Dodgers, of course, after winning last night, will be sending Clayton Kershaw to the hill, however, tonight to try to go up 3-1, as it'll be, uh, actually, no, my mistake, it will not be Clayton Kershaw. Instead, the Dodgers announced earlier today it will be Julio Arreras, a 20-year-old left-hander, going up against John Lackey. I guess we're going to save Lackey for uh, uh, possibly Game 5, believe it or not. Um, oh. Some other news to report in baseball. This is going to blow your mind. Shoeless Joe Jackson's game bat, however, which uh, is known as one of two to survive from his crew and the only one with his full signature and script stamped into the barrel, was auctioned at, Su- at Christie's earlier today for a bid of over $583,500, believe it or not. Ooh. Yes. The auction, however, record for a game-used baseball bat, however, is a Babe Ruth bat, though, as it sold for $1.2 million back in 2004. But auction company Christie said that the bat went to an online bidder today on the first of a two-day auction of baseball memorabilia. So $583,500 was the winning bid on that, needless to say. So, very, that's crazy. Yes. It is. Uh, um. um one other piece of sports news we'll get into real quick, however. Uh, we talked we talk, uh, some funniness, however, and some uh, luckiness at the same time. Des Bryant earlier today sliced the tip of his fingers while cutting up fingers, accidentally cutting his fingers while trying to make soup, believe it or not. He's okay. He practiced today. He says he will play on Sunday, however, possibly for the Cowboys. And finally, we've been talking about the last few weeks about the Raiders and their chances of moving to Vegas. Well, now we can confirm as of today Raiders owner Mark Davis could not have been more clear about his intentions when he informed fellow owners that barring an unexpected surprise, he plans on January to file papers to move his team from Oakland to Las Vegas, believe it or not. 
Nevada lawmakers approved a deal last week that will increase hotel taxes in the Vegas area to raise $750 million for a stadium and more than $400 million to expand and upgrade the convention center in Vegas. Billionaire casino owner Sheldon Adelson, however, is putting $650 million towards the project, while the Raiders and the NFL will kick in another $500 million. So by 2019, it looks like we're going to see a $2 billion palace on the strip of the, of uh, Sin City, if you will. As now it looks like the Raiders are uh, finally uh, uh, decided to go east, if you will, from their hometown of Oakland after being back and forth in Oakland and L.A. over the years. But now it is now official. They will be going, it says, for the next two years. They could be playing next summer in Sam Boyd Stadium. Even though it is not up to regular season standards, however, for NFL regular season games, they might probably play the next two years at the Coliseum unless they decide to move somewhere else. But by 2019, they figure they're going to be ready to go in their new palace of Sin City. My goodness gracious. That's absolutely unbelievable. And all this talk, you know, like I said, first of all, they were just talking about me nothing more than rumors, and all of a sudden, it's coming to pass. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so we want so so it looks like uh, Vegas here is going to be the proud owners of an NFL team uh, and a uh, hockey team and a hockey. Oh, that's right. So uh, so it's it's becoming quite a big uh, destination. I mean, just because of its gambling. I mean, it doesn't mean we're going to be uh, going to be uh, turning uh, a blind eye to the hockey world. My uh, goodness. Let's see what else we got trending here. Uh, well, actually, I'm not trending, but let's take a look at Four Letter Mania. What we got here today? Uh, we want to thank first off, however, see here. Um, believe it or not, our good friend Joseph Lee, who is reporting that apparently Larry Flint is offering one million dollars for any scandalous recordings of Donald Trump. Believe it or not. <laughs> yes, yes. According to reports from what we heard, NBC News reports that. Flint is offered a $1 million bounty for any scandalous clips of Donald Trump, the Republican nominee for president. Of course, the debate is tonight, as you know. But he says he is looking for, quote, variable video footage or audio recordings for use prior to the election, clearly showing Trump engaging in illegal activity or acting in a sexually demeaning or derogatory manner. If Hustler uses the clip for any reason, it will pay whoever provides it to them. Flint also said, I have said, celebrated women in all shapes and sizes. To treat a woman like Mr. Trump himself is both disappointing and unbelievable, especially coming from someone who wants to be our president. The statement also added that Flint has made it his mission to call those hypocrites out and prove the public with as much information about their indiscretions as possible. My goodness. Well, anything for a quick buck, yes. as, as I always say, yes. Uh, some other news going on, however, believe it or not, however, we understand, however, of course, we mentioned it on Raw Radio earlier this week, however, but we understand, however, believe it or not, that I believe that the show, uh, I can't say it, there we go, I can say it now, however, E has uh, commented on, believe it or not, the engagement of WWE superstar Diva Page and former WWE wrestler Alberto Del Rio, a.k.a. Alberto El Patron, they have also known we will see their relationship blossom this season. Some thought that they might be edited off the show, but as of now, they are still included. And that's not the only exciting news. Total Fan Divas will have the opportunity to watch Paige and them blossom on the show as well throughout the entire season. So it looks like with the new season beginning, however, coming up, however, believe it or not, it says here that uh, it's the main storyline in the first few episodes, and according to a production source, Paige is in every single one of first few recently completed episodes and Alberto did, did film footage for the show. Paige, however, was absent from recent promos for the show due to the fact that she has been out with her neck injury. There is no word on how much the couple will be featured after the first few episodes as they are still being edited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a way to see what happens with that. Uh, like I said, you have a lot of fans of Total Divas and, of course, now Total Bellas. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you never know what uh, what could pop up on there, so uh, so we we'll have to keep our eyes open on that. Uh, of course, thank you very much, here, JD. Let's see what else. Uh, talking about Donald Trump, uh, this was another star on the brought to him with also courtesy of your friend there, Four Letter Mini and Joseph Lee. I gotta read this one. This one's kind of interesting. Uh, of course, uh, famed uh, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban claims that he knows multiple women that have been assaulted by Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. 
of course, let me go ahead and um, let me hopefully get rid of this advertisement here, so that way I can. Uh, I don't want to hear anything going on with that. Uh, Mark Cuban phoned the CNN last night to talk with Don Lemon about the sexual assault claims against Donald Trump. During the interview, Cuban claimed he knew multiple women that was assaulted by Trump who were too afraid to come forward. And this is Mark Cuban's words. He says, I know one, and it just didn't happen recently. My friend reminded me, and it was from 2000, and she, you know, I don't expect her to come forward. I wouldn't recommend she come forward. I know somebody else from two years ago that won't come forward. So, you know, it's not anything that caught me by surprise. When asked for more details, Cuban said he didn't want to tell a lot about something he didn't witness. He added the encounters are absolutely factually true. Cuban will be a guest of Hillary Clinton at the presidential debate tonight. Hmm. He added during the interview that he thinks the best thing Clinton could do would be to let Trump sabotage himself. And, of course, as I said, as we, as we did say about this earlier, the debate airs tonight at 9 p.m. from Las Vegas. How appropriate is that? Uh yeah, that's. I tell you what, this is two weeks away from this election, and all this mess is just popping up big time, man. It's just unbelievable. Uh, one more here. Your friend Joseph Lee is on fire with a lot of these stories here tonight. Uh, uh, IMAX and Warner Brothers has extended the deal for twelve more movies. Very fascinating. Superhero hype reports that IMAX Corporation and Warner Brothers Pictures have announced a multi-picture worldwide deal that will include 12 new films. The agreement includes the following movies, J.D., listen very carefully. Kong Skull Island, Blade Runner 2049, Tomb Raider Ready Player One, Tomb Raider, and then another one called Ready Player One. Okay, I thought it was two. I thought it was together, okay. The Lego Batman movie. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft? You got to be freaking kidding. They the game? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, well, well that's, they've done a whole lot of based on games. What am I saying? Okay. Justice League, Wonder Woman, Dunkirk, and along with sequels to Godzilla and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and other DC titles. So, so it, uh, and a multi-picture worldwide uh, deal include 12 new films. JD, your thoughts on, on some of this? It's going to be interesting with some of these films coming out. I mean, you look at some of the movies coming out between now and the end of the year, early next year, it should be an interesting start to 2017. So we'll have to keep an eye on that for sure. Absolutely. And, of course, like I said, we've been talking about Justice League for a while. We've been talking about doing one based on just a Wonder Woman. Uh, of course, Wonder Woman was one of the big-time comic characters that haven't done one about yet. They done a TV show about her, and she's been in this Batman versus Superman, but she's not had one of her own. So I mean, got to wait and see what happens. With it. Of course, Aquaman is probably another one of those. They've done one based on a TV show, of course, based and actually two TV shows based on the Flash. They did one on CBS a long time ago. Uh, but uh, got to wait and see what happens with that. I mean. Uh, uh, yeah, this is unbelievable because, I, because you know IMAX is of course always well known for putting jetting out some real big time movies. Uh, uh, and let's see, and we'll do one more from that, and then we'll see what's trending on uh, Facebook here. Uh, of course, we talked about the movie Logan that's supposed to be coming out on St. Patrick's Day next year. Uh, according to Joseph Lee for Mania, they have a picture of what he looks like as an old as an old man. What Wolverine looks like as an old man, and this picture, you, you if you pull it up, GD, you 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 be kind of this is kind of a he kind of looks like uh, from the side, kind of looks what looks like a uh, I don't know an Undertaker with a full beard hmm. and more hair. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, he looks vicious. Director James Mangold has revealed another new Logan photo on Twitter. This time showing Hugh Jackman as an older, battle-weary version of Wolverine. This will be his ninth and final time in the role. The film features a script from David James Kelly and also stars Patrick Stewart, Boyd Holbrook, Richard E. Grant, Stephen Merchant, Eric LaSalle, Elise Neal, and Elizabeth Rodriguez. I'm sorry, it's not not, uh, St. Patrick's Day. It's close to St. Patrick's Day, though. 
but it's going to be released on March the 3rd of, the, of next year. So uh, a, lot of, a, lot of, uh, a lot of interesting pictures there. So we have to wait and see what happens with all that. And that's some of your 411 stuff there, ladies and gentlemen. And we got some more stuff from 411, uh, Russell, that you're going to be interested in. Larry Sonk, I want to thank him for uh, reporting some of the stuff. Howard, this is one of the things we'll talk about, and then there's another follow-up to it. Earlier today, from Larry Zonka, thanks to him, by the way, on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer has noted that TNA may file for bankruptcy to try and absolve their debt issues. If they do this, then main creditors would be Billy Corgan, uh, uh, R.O. Lux, and the Fight Network. TNA could possibly keep going if they file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, but Chapter 7 would likely mean the end of the company. Meltzer noted on the show that Dixie Carter was trying to not look bad and to also keep control of the company, which she said... The whole thing is Dixie's trying to figure out a way, however. This is why it has not been sold. I don't know if it's to stay in control, but the whole thing is she doesn't want to look bad publicly, believe it or not. Now, we have an update on the lawsuit between Corrigan versus TNA, however, and this came in just a little while ago, however, again, through Larry Zonkin. This is now the latest we have heard, however. This was the original report we heard uh, somewhat late this afternoon. But right before we got on the air tonight, we had a, another update on this, and this is the latest we have heard. Uh, originally, however, there was reports, however, mind you. I uh, just saw it, so give me a minute here, folks. Okay, here we go. According to PWInsider.com, however, tomorrow's hearing regarding the lawsuit, Corgan has fired against TNA's parent company, Dixie Carter, Serge Salenis, and Dean Broadhead has been postponed. There was no reason given for the delay, and the hearing will now take place uh, next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At this time, the lawsuit remains sealed. Now, PW Insider reports that the lawsuit, however, have been delayed, like I said, to, uh, such in the cases will let the defense have until 10 a.m. on October 24th to file any opposition uh, to ensure ish, issuance of a temporary injunction, with Corgan having until October 25th at 3 p.m. to respond to the opposition. The temporary restraining order granted in the suit will stay on until the October 26th hearing where no oral arguments will be heard. The decision on the injunction will be made entirely based on affidavits and responses to discovery. The site has confirmed that there were seven exhibits filed by Corgan's team on October 12th to support the lawsuit. A teleconference is now set for 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow between all parties regarding whether the lawsuit will remain sealed. According to the site, the lawsuit was sealed at Corgan's request because material in the suit features, quote, necessary references to proprietary uh, pro documents and information. That is one of three criteria for a lawsuit being sealed in Tennessee. The other two are that the suit, quote, involves private litigants and the disclosure is not necessary to communicating on the public record the outcome and the reason for that outcome. The court in this case has agreed with the fact that it contains references to proprietary documents and that it involves private litigants, but said in today's order delaying the suit that, as it exists now, that disclosed the closure of the finances and business outlook and plan of the LLC may be necessary to communicate on the public record the outcome and the reason for that outcome. The court believes that all the filings can be released to public records except the dollar amounts listed and five of the seven exhibits filed by Corrigan. Lawyers will now have to argue in order to keep the lawsuit sealed. The order also has noted that Corrigan has requested the lawsuit be sealed in order to prevent competitors from having access to sensitive information about TNA's finances as well as those of the parties involved in the lawsuit. My goodness, more and more trouble for TNA, as, as we said before. So we'll have to, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on the TNA situation there, and of course, we, I thank JD for bringing it to our attention. Of course, we thank Four Leather Mania, who is of course uh, become our friends of the WWS Radio Network. Uh, we thank you for allowing us to read their stories uh, on the outside the ropes here, and of course, all of our other shows as well. Uh, we do definitely appreciate that. Uh, before we take care of what's trending on Facebook, let me go ahead and take care of this one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. That call ID is one four one three eight seven pound. You are listening to <clears throat> episode number twenty three of the, of course, our pop culture headline show, WWS Outside the Ropes, right here on TalkShoe.com. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinchall. Joining you once again for, of course, Wednesday, October nineteenth, two thousand and sixteen. Of course, joining me here right now is the Iceman, JD Ramo. 
of course, a 2015 Hall of Famer, part of host of Raw Radio, and all the other shows here in the network as well. JD, anything else you wish to report? Please go ahead. I'll step away for just a sec. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, earlier today, Mike Chin, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, posted on 411 Mania, The Magnificent Seven. He listed his favorite moments of uh, the top Dolph Ziggler moments of the top seven, so you might want to check that out. And also, we want to thank our good friend Kevin uh, Penajoa for uh, putting up a random network review. He does these from time to time, however, and gives us reviews of the past. However, he gives us uh, what every week on Monday and usually sometimes one, a couple times a week our uh, random uh, past reviews of uh, past events. And today, he had a chance to turn back the clock, if you will, sort of like what we do with Wrestling Revisit on Tuesday night, by taking a look back at WrestleMania 24. And speaking of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, this past Monday night, however, ladies and gentlemen, on Legends with JBL, however, JBL had a chance to sit down, however, John Bradshaw Layfield, I'm referring to now, ladies and gentlemen, the WWE former world's champion and color commentator of Monday Night Raw, actually had a chance to sit down with this past Monday night after the camera stopped rolling. I guess they did this interview a while back. I'm not really sure. But he recently had a chance to sit down with the legendary Bruno San Martino. And believe it or not, Bruno had quite a bit to say in this very, very interesting interview. And uh, he uh, definitely took some people, uh, let's just say, to town for what they were. And uh, we are going to tell you right now a few of the highlights that came up on that interview uh, that with uh, JBL did with Bruno this past Monday. And like I said, folks, I have heard people tell me that this was a very, very interesting interview and that Bruno threw no punches in this interview. In fact, uh, they talked about how Bruno grew up, however, and uh, in fact, however, Bruno talked about, however, how he won the championship the first time uh, and then, of course, his next reign. He also said, however, this was some of the stuff, however, uh, some of the things that he talked about, obviously, however, uh, in no bull time, he listed the greatest wrestling champion of all time was Frank Gotch. His favorite match, obviously, was Ivan Koloff when he not not when he lost the title, obviously, in February of 1971, where it ended his eight-year reign. His uh, favorite greatest manager, obviously, however, was uh, Captain Louis Albano. His favorite Pittsburgh Steeler, Franco Harris. That was pretty interesting. Uh, and, of course, his greatest accomplishment that his mom could see him before him what he did and that he could take care of her after all she did for him. So that was pretty cool. But the one thing that was interesting, however, about um, the interview is what he had a chance to say about, uh, believe it or not, however, involving uh, the Koloff story and obviously the whole thing with uh, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. And here's what he had to say about that in the interview. Um, involving, uh, if I just saw it a second, so bear with me, folks. I'm trying to find it here. Okay, here we go. He talked about Koloff, however, uh, that he gave up the title both times to give himself a break. He talked about how MSG went dead quiet in shock. He also felt horrible and saw the discipline from the fans that he expected to boo and not be heartbroken. He then took two to three months, however, off, and he started working in St. Louis, Texas, and Japan. He started taking more time off for himself, and he could start his own schedule working for anyone who needed him. But Vince Sr., of course, Vince McMahon Sr., who headed up the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, and his son, Vince Jr., a.k.a. Benny Max, started calling him to come back. They wanted him to work only in the major clubs, and that was their agreement. It was supposed to be only a year, but that ended up being four years until Stan Hansen broke his neck. And then, of course, he says, Hansen called him to the hospital, apologized after what happened, and told him that they were big boys and knew what he was getting into. He also uh, talked about his next reign, and basically that's when Bruno said Vince told Bruno told Vince Sr. they wanted out to do their previous agreement, and now it's bad neck. He also told Vince to find someone new, and then, of course, that ended up being Billy Graham, who then later on would drop it to Bob Backlund. Now, involving Hulk Hogan, this was very interesting towards the end of the show. However, this is what he had to say however, about Hogan and Ric Flair. However, Bruno says that Flair was not in the WWE during his time, and he admits he was never a fan of the Hulkster because he was not impressed with his ring ability. He also does not think Hogan could make it in his era, and he actually takes shots at Hogan's drawing ability. He thought Hogan was okay for a shot here and there, but he could not do the same place over and over again. So, uh, very interesting comments from the living legend Bruno San Martino, certainly. And, of course, this is a guy who held the belt a record 4,040 days, folks. 4,040, if you can believe it. He started in 1963, and that went until 1971. So 
that's pretty amazing in its own way. Um, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned, of course, as Mr. W. said he was coming on the line, of course, tonight we will be talking about SmackDown at 9 p.m. on Revolution. The caller ID number is 138055-POUND. Of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, you can join Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow for Top Heel, however, incorporated, however, as they talk about the past heels and current heels. However, the caller ID is 140562. That'll begin underway at 7 p.m. tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at this time where they will give you their opinion. And then at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk more about wrestling and give you our uh, thoughts and who knows what we might have in the store for you on Wolfpack. The caller ID is 1358521, if you will. And uh, one other bit of note, however, just to report, as I, uh, I'm going to report real quick, however, I believe that game between Cleveland and Toronto has gone final now. I'm just going to check here in a second. I believe that it's now been uh, penciled in. Yes, it is. It is now a final, so we want to congratulate the Cleveland Indians, however, who have now gone on to uh, uh, be in the World Series for the first time since 1997 as they, well, I wouldn't say stunned, but they absolutely uh, sucker-punched the Cleveland, the Toronto Blue Jays by shutting them out this afternoon 3 to nothing. Uh, let's see, some other news trending here. Let's see if we can find any more uh, big uh News stories, however, um, if you will, we're going to take a look at Facebook and Yahoo, of course, see if there's any uh, big uh, news stories coming out here today as we're looking into that right now. Uh, apparently, we just got word, apparently, there is talks, however, that there might be a new Willy Wonka movie in the works, believe it or not. We understand. Of course, there is... Uh, Early talk that apparently, however, mind you, however, that um, after helping build the Harry Potter franchise with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find, producer David Heyman and Warner Brothers are talking about maybe bringing back the uh, very unique film that started Gene Wilder. Of course, Gene Wilder earlier this year passed away suddenly, however, due to some very poor health. But there is talk now that they could be restoring the Willy Wonka franchise, however, as apparently that is going to be... Very interesting. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Moore, who is uh, very political, as you know, in the political scene, however, had a lot to say, has had actually had a lot to say, however, believe it or not, will be uh, debuting his new movie next week called Trumpland, believe it or not. Of course, this is a guy who uh, came out with movies like Bowling for Columbine, Roger and Me about the auto industry, among others. Uh, he, of course, is set to release it, I believe, next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's just say, and that'll be shown in, I believe, New York and in L.A., believe it or not. So there you go. Uh, some other news trending here on Yahoo is we're going to continue to take a look at some of the big stories going on. However, uh, apparently Olivia Wilde is in the news. We're going to find out what she is in the news for here in just a second. Uh, apparently, we uh, understand, however, that last week her and her husband, uh, Jason Sudeikis, of course, had a baby girl, Daisy, so congratulations to both of them on their new addition. Of course, uh, Olivia has been known for her movies such as uh, the movie Her of Joaquin Phoenix, the incredible Burt Wonderstone, and also uh, another movie entitled uh, Rush, believe it or not. No, uh, not the rock band Rush, however, but Rush signed... Uh, I believe that started, if I can just find out who that was. I did see that movie, by the way. That was with, um, I'll tell you in a second. That was with uh, uh, Daniel, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Daniel Brule, of course, about the auto industry. Of course, uh, two guys, of course, uh, driving Formula One racing uh, that were rivals and also somehow never saw eye to eye with each other. But despite all that, uh, however, they... Uh, tried to show uh, the world what they were made of. How, and, of course, that came out just about three years ago. It was a very good movie, I thought. It's fantastic. I had a chance to see it. It was directed by Ron Howard. Uh, of course, Ron Howard, better known for his role as Opie on The Andy Griffith Show, and also has directed such movies as uh, Splash, Parenthood, and others. Uh, one movie that is coming out to watch out, ladies and gentlemen, I believe it's coming out on TV this week, ladies and gentlemen. I believe it'll be debuting, I believe, this weekend coming up, Power. It is entitled Killing Reagan. Yes, folks. Uh, it talks about former president and uh, actor Ronald Reagan, 
Uh, Tim Matheson, of course, is playing the former 40th president, if you will. It should be very interesting to see how that will be perceived, if you will. I believe that is making its debut uh, this week, however, on uh, National Geographic Channel, I believe, as that is supposed to be uh, making its impact, if you will, let's just say. Uh, let's see, some other news uh, News trending right now. Here, let's take a look and see what's uh, going on right now. Apparently, uh, we understand, as you know, however, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about the Samsung phone, which Samsung is in hot water for, ladies and gentlemen, we understand. And uh, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's just say very, very interesting to see all that uh, develop, if you will. Of course, uh, Samsung of being talked about as a very big thing. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, earlier today, I believe, however, in Bellingham, Washington, it was Back to the Future Day. And we'll talk more about that in just a minute, so I'll be right back. Okay, sorry about that, folks. As we were saying, uh, this was a cool thing. Earlier today, Brian Skywalker, yes, folks, this is his name, Brian Skywalker uh, created a very special Back to the Future Day, if you will. And as a result, I believe this uh, started last year, so this will be the second year they've done this. Uh, of course, uh, this uh, took place at the Pickford Film Center, which organized the screening had an 80s block party, also complete with a DeLorean. Needless to say, the event raised over $2,000 for a local dance center that holds therapeutic dance classes for people with Parkinson's disease. So, uh, pretty cool thing if uh, this uh, this uh, was uh, up and running again uh, earlier today. So, very, very cool. Uh, let's see. we got another story that is going on as we're looking at almost trending. Hiccups the Clown, believe it or not. Apparently, however... Uh, now, however, we understand that uh, he is uh, a very special person that has organized the project there in L.A. Every month, he and the crew hand out pizza, water tent, supplies to 300 homeless people in Skid Row of L.A. and has been uh, donning a clown blue, white nose as nose, as well as shoes for a baseball game. And I believe he started showing up earlier this year at baseball games there in L.A. And so now he is now known as Hiccups. The clown, if you will. So, pretty oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Chad has returned now, so we'll turn it back to Chad now. Those are just a couple of stories trending. I believe he has some more for us, so we'll let him tell us what else is trending. Okay, thank you very much there, uh, JD. I don't know where JD left off at, but uh, we'll go ahead and see what we've got going on here. Uh, uh, apparently, former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice is in the news here. Courtesy of nymag.com, uh, Condoleezza Rice had the perfect response to Trump calling her a the B word. Yes, she pretty much ethered him in six words. And there's more about this story on let's say nymag.com if you want to read a little bit more about that. Uh, of course, talking about this new uh, HBO series called Westworld, I'm sure you see some. I see some good advertisements for it. So it sounds like it'd be pretty good. Uh, but coming from comicbook.com, new Westworld theory is asking who is the man in black? Hmm. And this should have the HBO's next big series. Aaron and Aaron, of course, on Sunday nights. And more story about more about the story at comicbook.com. Uh, coming from Nerdist.com, uh, Monty Python alum John Cleese is back in the news here. Uh, John Cleese recapping The Walking Dead is simply delightful. Hmm. Uh, the seventh season of The Walking Dead is almost here, so to get ready for the premiere, it's time to review what has happened since the dead first began walking the earth. Thankfully, we have a video from Now TV to refresh our memories, obviously, of course, with spoilers, and the refresher... I believe that Edgar Thomas is narrated by, like I said, this alum of um, Monty Python, John Cleese, 
And there's more about that at Nerdist.com if you want to read a little bit more about that story. Uh, Chris of TheVerge.com, the video game Red Red Dead Redemption, its sequel has been announced for next year. After some light teasers earlier this week, Rockstar Games has officially announced Red Dead Redemption 2, a follow-up to, of course, the western theme game from 2010. And as, of course, more on that story at TheVerge.com if you want to read any more about that. Uh, this right here, actually, believe it or not, uh, my uncle told me about this, and he read on read online earlier today. I don't know if you read about this JD or not, but Madonna is is back in the news here, apparently getting involved somehow with the election situation. Uh, and you'll uh, you'll get a kick out of what this is. Let me go ahead and read. Let me go ahead and read it to you. And this will pretty much explain it all. Madonna offers oral sex to Hillary voters at a gig featuring Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah. So forget a chicken in every pot. Madonna has a much better offer for voters. <laughs> No, the, what I heard reported was something my uncle read, and this is this right here, the story right here is at nydailynews.com if you want to take a take a look at it. But apparently, what he was saying was that it was it was uh, it was it was uh, he announced recently that Madonna, uh, who also I guess had, somehow Amy Schumer was a part of her gig or it was the other way around. I'm not sure what it was exactly. But they said, but they told the crowd that they're at this, I guess a concert or something. I don't know what it was. That if they voted for Hillary Clinton, he, Madonna would give every single one of them a blowjob. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, what? And of course, as, as you can tell, JD Madonna has not changed in the last ten or twenty years. So. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this is coming from MovieWeb.com. Uh, one of the actors involved with, uh, of course, was involved in the uh, first two Avengers movies. I think she was the one that played uh, Nick Fury's right-hand person, uh, Kobe Smulders. Yes. Uh, of course, she spills the beans on the next Avengers movie, Infinity War. Uh, uh, she was actually on Jimmy Kimmel Live talking about it. Uh, uh, of course, like I said, her character Maria Hill, of course, part of the been part of the Avengers movie since the very first one. And like I said more more uh, more stuff about this story at MovieWeb.com if you want to hear a little bit more about that. Uh, ooh, I'm talking about cars now, JD. This is EnGadget.com uh, if you want to read about this. Audi has an all-electric vehicle that will be called the e-tron. The first model will be an SUV followed by a sedan, and then it will be a hatchback. So if you're a big fan of Audi right there, there's some new cars coming your way right there. That's at engadget.com if you want to read more about that. Uh, uh, this is coming from variety.com. Kyle McLaughlin and Miguel Ferrer talk about Twin Peaks in a teaser. Showtime is wetting the appetite of fans for the sequel to Twin Peaks coming next year with a teaser featuring cast members talking about the production process. And this is at Variety.com if you want to read a little bit more about that story. Uh, let me see here. This is uh, ooh, a new motorcycle here. Uh, this is at BikeExit.com if you want to read some more about this. The 2000, 2017 Triumph Bonneville Bobber. Triumph is going all out to conquer every sector of the motorcycle market. This is this is bravest move yet. The 1940s style Bonneville Bobber, and I'm sure they have more pictures about it right here on the website. Right here is BikeExit.com. We'll read some more about that. Um, uh, this is at UK.BusinessInsider.com. Uh, Lenovo's new yoga book is the weirdest, most intriguing tablet to come along in years. The Lenovo Yoga Book is the most intriguing tablet to come along in some time, but it also shows why companies don't take its risks in the first place. And it's more story, more about that story at uk.businessinsider.com if you want to read a little bit more about that. 
let me see here. Of course, let's see. Uh, this is coming out of the ChicagoTribune.com. Two local Democratic operatives lose their jobs after video staying on voter fraud. Robert Creamer, husband of Republican uh, Representative Dan Chetowski of Democratic Illinois, and Scott Falwell, two little-known but influential Democratic political operatives, have left their jobs after video investigations by James O'Keefe's Project Veritas Action found them entertaining dark notions about how to win elections. And there's more about that at chicagotribune.com if you want to read some more about that story. Uh, this is coming from Wall Street, the Wall Street Journal's website, wsj.com. Social Security taxes to rise for higher-income Americans. Higher-income workers will pay more in payroll taxes next year to support Social Security, while retirees and other program beneficiaries see a scant increase in their monthly benefits. And there's more about this, like I said, at wsj.com. We'll read some more about that. Uh, this is from CNN.com. John Kasich uh, saying Trump claimed of a rigged election is silly. Ohio Governor John Kasich said Wednesday Donald Trump's claim that the presidential election is rigged is just plain silly. And this is at CNN.com. If you want to read some more about that. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, some of Obama's family is in the news right here. This is first at NBCNews.com. Obama's half-brother invited to debate to support Donald Trump. Malik Obama has said he and President Obama at one point shared a close bond, but their relationship deteriorated over the years. Ooh, that's going to be big time there, yes. This is at NBCNews.com. We'll read some more about that story. Apparently, the president's half-brother is going to be voting for Trump. That's something else. That's that day. Uh, it's also coming from CNN.com. Apparently, uh, uh, rock and roll icon Bruce Springsteen here. Uh, Springsteen says Trump won't go quietly if he loses. Bruce Springsteen said that Donald Trump's talk of a rigged election comes as a Republican candidate realizes that he is going to lose the election to Hillary Clinton. And this is at CNN.com. If you want to read some more about that story. Uh, of course, we've heard about the many movies done by uh, Michael Moore, and this, of course, is why he's not going to be any different. He's going to debut a surprise film about Donald Trump. This is, Michael, this is coming from TheHill.com. Michael Moore has been tweeting teasers to his October surprise film on Donald Trump for the past few days. So let's wait and see what happens with that. That's at TheHill.com if you want to read some more about that. <sighs> Uh, of course, uh, this is coming from Chicago, once again from ChicagoTribune.com. Uh, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio and his Democratic challenger, U.S. Republican Patrick Murphy, meet for the first time on the debate stage as the campaign enters its final weeks amid a delusion of blistering attack ads on the air. And so there's more about that on ChicagoTribune.com. If you want to read some more about that. Uh, NBCNews.com has got this story again. Uh, Talking about the Embassy of Ecuador in London. Hmm. Ecuador acknowledges limited WikiLeaks founder as, uh, WikiLeaks founders web access. The admission ends a mystery. Ecuador said that it didn't want to be involved in WikiLeaks publication documents affecting the U.S. election. And this is coming. And you can read more about this at NBCNews.com if you want to read some more about that. Uh, let's see what we have right here. Uh, huh. Yeah. Oh, coming from some some technical stuff or science and technology, GD. Coming from social.techcrunch.com. It's a review of Google's Pixel XL. I'm sure you've heard about this. The company's latest photos take a step beyond its long-standing, beyond its long-standing and well-loved Nexus line, demonstrate the true power of Android on the review show. And it says social.techcrunch.com. You want to read some more about that? Um, UK.BusinessInsider.com has got this about Microsoft. Is Microsoft built technology that's better than a human at understanding a conversation? Hmm. Microsoft's speech recognition technology is as good at, is, is as good or better at transcriptions than a human. 
more about that at uk.businessinsider.com if you want to check out that. Uh, this is coming from, let me see, uh, iflscience.com. 10,000 endangered scrotum frogs have died near Lake Titicaca. <laughs> Lake Titicaca. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. There's something strange going on near Lake Titicaca with its scrotum frogs, and it didn't happen on April the 1st. It says that, of course, at least 10,000 of these fat, wrinkly frogs have passed away near, near this. And there's more about this at iflscience.com if you want to read some more about that. Uh, this came from gizmodo.com. New Horizon spacecraft is approaching a mysterious red object. NASA's New Horizons space probe is currently speeding towards a mysterious Cooper Belt object known as MU-69. Recent observations of the distant object indicate a very reddish surface, possibly even redder than the splotches found on Pluto. We'll have to wait and see what happens. That's at gizmodo.com if you want to hear some, see some more about that story. Uh, uh, this comes from live. This is currently happening at livestream.com here. Uh, watch uh, European Space Agency's ExoMars arrival at the Red Planet on Livestream.com. Of course, this is a series of live ESA TV webcasts from the ESOC Mission Control Center in Germany. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that here. It's on Livestream.com if you want to check that out. Uh, let me see right here. So let me see if I can stuff here. Uh, UK.sports.yahoo.com brings us this. Cristiano Ronaldo employs Jorge Mendez's stunning daughter Marissa as a community manager. Cristiano Ronaldo has employed the daughter of his agent Jorge Mendez, Marissa, as his new community manager. According to The Sun, the 25-year-old will manage all of Ronaldo's social media accounts where he has amassed over 200 million followers. And, of course, uh, Mendez's daughter recently graduated in marketing. And more about this at uk.sports.yahoo.com if you want to read some more about that. Uh, come from bigstory.ap.org. Millican football player stands alone during the anthem. Uh, come from Decatur, Illinois. Millican University's football team decided to stay in its locker room during the national anthem Saturday, leaving one player standing alone on the sideline. And there's more about this story at bigstory.ap.org. Uh, let's see. Uh, Telegraph.co.uk brings us this. Joe Hart's head and shoulders above him. Audio Bravo mocked for comedy red card on Barcelona return. This is at telegraph.co.uk for information on that. Uh, sports.yahoo.com brings us this. Clay Thompson is confused by Jason Terry calling him a B-side player. Veteran guard Jason Terry, who I-C-Y-M-I is still in the league, made headlines last month when he specifically named two All-Stars, Golden State Warriors shooting guard Clay Thompson and San Antonio Spurs forward Quattle Leonard as B-side performers in the NBA. Clay seems pretty confused of course, by this. And, of course, this is at sports.yahoo.com if you want to check out check out this right here. Uh, of course, uh, this is talking about, uh, a little bit of soccer right here, I believe. Dailymail.co.uk. Uh, Barcelona showed that they are fired up for Wednesday night's Champions League showdown with Manchester City as Gerard Peake and Luis Suarez square, squared up in training. And this is at dailymail.co.uk if you want to check that out. Uh, Dailyhive.com reports <clears throat> Steve Nash suing to have his name removed from BC Gym Chain. The 21 fitness gyms that carry the Steve Nash Fitness World name could be forced to undergo renaming and rebranding work if allegations submitted by the namesake former NBA star are proven in court. And this says dailyhive.com if you want to read some more about this. Uh, a little history here, uh, um, J.D., a little uh, hockey history here. You might, you might remember this. This is given from NESN.com. 
Bobby Orr's legendary Boston Bruins career began 50 years ago on October 19, 1966, hmm. in a 6-2 win over the Detroit Red Wings at the old Boston Garden. And some more about this at nesn.com. If you want to read some more about this historic event right here. 50 years ago. Unbelievable. A uh, uh, little tennis here coming from yahoo.com. A little tennis story right here. Rafael Nadal insists that he can still compete with the best in the world for many years to come. After opening his tennis academy alongside Roger Federer and Malareka on Wednesday, Nadal and Federer have set down the world records this season due to a lack of form and fitness, respectively. And this is at yahoo.com. We'll read some more about this. This is coming from nfl.com. Daz predicts Ezekiel Elliott will hit 2,000 rushing yards. Hmm. Ezekiel Elliott is now on pace to break Eric Dickerson's rookie rushing record. Daz Bryant predicts the Dallas Cowboys workhorse We'll go even further, hitting the 2,000-yard mark. And this is at NFL.com if you want to check out that story. Uh, and we'll do one more here before we kind of close it here tonight. And I'll see if J.D., of course, will have anything else after this. This is coming from ESPNFC.com. Uh, Man City, Manchester City boss, I guess this is Man, Man, that's what that is, boss Pep Guardiola wanted Mark Andre Tristengen. Pep Guardiola takes his Man City team to Barcelona and said he did not try to sign Lionel Messi in the summer, although he did, although wanted Mark Andre Tristigian. And it's at ESPNFC.com if you want to check out any more, any more than that. And we've pretty much covered uh, everything else here. JD, anything else you wish to add before we call in tonight? No, not to report. However, if we have anything, we'll definitely let you know. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us for episode number 23 of WWS Outside of the Ropes. Of course, I do want to thank the Iceman, J.D., Jared Drama. Of course, we're getting things going here for me uh, since I was running a little bit behind here earlier tonight. So I do thank you for that. And, of course, <clears throat> be sure, like I said, to join here in about uh, 30 minutes. Uh, be sure to join the NWA Madness Kingdom for WWS Wrestling Debate when they will be debating about a uh, interesting topic. Uh, J.D., any idea about what, the, what that topic might be tonight? We have not heard yet, but uh, you never know. Okay, thank you very much. Here. Of course, that call ID is 139-925-POUND. Of course, phone number is the same, 1724-444-7444. And, of course, after that, join us for a big-time action pack. <clears throat> As always, WCWS Revolution, the mothership broadcast, 138-055-POUND. Well, of course, more wrestling news and views coming your way. And more history and birthdays, and of course, more as of course, of course, big time discussion about last night's SmackDown Live um, broadcast. And of course, who knows, we may have a, another special treat here, you never know. Also, here, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you had the opportunity to take a look at the Revolution Rates of the Facebook page or not, but as of right now, I have started a special tournament to crown, and this kind of ties in with our trivia title content. Uh, Trivia title thing that we're doing. Uh, this is a newest, developed a newest edition <clears throat> that we're doing. It, we're doing it here in this in this manner. That I have officially started a special tournament to crown a brand new WWS Universal Champion. Of course, with the WWE Universal Belt. Of course, our Universal title looks different from WWE's. So there you go. Uh, and of course, the first 16 people to respond to the post. On the Revolution Radio Facebook page, uh, we'll of course will be paired up, and we'll get the opportunity to go after this title. And of course, five questions uh, will be asked in each um, quarterfinal, semifinal, and of course the final match itself. And whoever pulls the win off will obviously become new WWS Universal Champion. I am proud to report that three people have signed up for this so far. So we need 13 more people to come on in and you know join join the fun. So please feel free to give us a give us a whirl right here. As like I said, it's on Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Revolution Radio. And of course, like I said, with of course the reappearance of Goldberg, of course we'll talk about him competing against Brock Lesnar here sometime soon. I have initiated another opinion poll about which pay per view would you like to see Goldberg Lesnar Part Two at. 
And, of course, obviously the three big-time choices would be a Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble, or WrestleMania. I can't update right now that so far six people have said that WrestleMania would be the ideal place. But you never know because, like I said, this, this is an ongoing uh, this is an ongoing poll, so anybody can vote for anything different there if, if they feel if they feel that way. So, but both of these plus the other stuff is on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. Like I said, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Revolution Radio. For the Iceman, J.D. Jeremy Geraldo, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. Saying thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Um, like I said, join, join us for wrestling debate here in about 30 minutes and then for Revolution in one hour and 30 minutes as well. So Outside the Ropes is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. We're one year older, continuing to be bolder. <clears throat> Radio Network continues to be your pop culture connection in this case. So, J.D., take care. See you, see you on the red carpet. And as always, you're in the Radio Network. God bless. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.